right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Diggy A2 podcast. This is still season three, the new golden era. This is now episode 11. And what you notice behind me is Moreland Avenue, the mural of Big Boy and Andre Three Stacks, better wise known as Outcast and Little Five Points. It is the mural uh, giving them homage and respect to what they mean to my hometown city. And I am super excited about this episode today. Uh, man, so many things going on, man. But the first thing that I want to mention about before we even get started is the one date of significance in uh, hip hop culture, which was 3 August 1995. And I'm going to talk about the significance of that particular date because the 3rd of August 1995 is when Andre 3000 received the award for best hip hop group at the Source Awards that year. Even between the East and West Coast beef and everything, he got up on the stage and said the South got something to say, and that's all I got to say. That moment on changed hip-hop forever, and that has brought us to the reason why we are sitting here in front of you all uh, for this particular episode. So I definitely don't want you all to forget uh, that particular day in hip-hop, but I got a two uh, special guests with me today. Actually, these are two of my brothers. One, my blood brother, one, my uh, industry brother. So my blood brother doesn't need an introduction. It's Matt Dalby. Uh, you know, who's been on the show. This is his fifth time coming on the board, his first appearance in season three. And then the other gentleman that I have today is an industry brother of mine. He goes by the name of OG Tech. And me and OG Tech go back a little bit now, man. Like every time I get to know this brother, we get the vibe and talk about hip hop. He is an artist himself. He has a, a single out right now with his homeboy. Uh, he gonna get kicked my ass. OG Red, OG Red. I can't get the man name right. He clearly he laughing in the background. I can't get the brother name right, man. But uh, hey, brother OG Red got a song out right now called Winning. Winning is something that you all need to go out there and support this cat. And he is what I would say is um, an essence of taking care of folks in the independent platform. Every time I see OG Tech, he is always reaching out to independent artists giving him a space on his platform and for y'all to get out there and connect with him. And I've been on his platform for about three times. This is first time on ours. So I'm excited. So without further ado, I'm going to bring these two gentlemen in to have this discussion today. And uh, you all say what's up to the people, man. What's good? What's happening? And uh, introduce yourselves one more time. We're going to go down to the bottom first with my blood brother, Matt. What's good, bro? What's happening? No, 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 I don't like being on the bottom, man. But, but, but you know, it's, it's all good. Like, it's damn. not a thing checked out. No, 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 everything good, bro. I just saw first time on season three, grew beer for this one. So, <laughs> yeah, got a salt, salt and pepper in here, Uncle Phil look. So, I'm good. Man. I'm good. <laughs> See, I wouldn't even go there, man. So you did it to yourself. Hey, uh, why don't you show me what, you, what you're working with, man, with that sweatshirt real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. That? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, no, you already support. know what it is. You got support, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Let me show the people what you're working with, man. And then, oh, we got OG Tech in the building. My nigga OG right. Tech, man. What's good, OG? Talk to the folks, man. Introduce yourself one time, homie. All right, what's good? OG Tech in the building, representing One Team, One Mission. Show. And that is Red Boss. And OG Tech on the song. Red Balls, my bad, dog. My memory bad, dog. My bad, my bad, my bad, dog. Yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, on the platform. I'm, I'm up here looking, man. I must have missed the mirror, uh, the way to, to flip myself, man. Uh, okay, I'm I'm good, though. But, uh, <laughs> hey, I just looked at my shirt. I'm like, man, I'm backwards, but it's all good. It's forwards on my end, so you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, um. Hey, thank thank you, man, for allowing me on. Big salute to everybody, man. I'm I'm glad to have this conversation, man. So yeah. 
Yes, conversation much needed, and uh, we're gonna jump right into the facts first. We get all the facts out the way on the platform. We're gonna jump into the actual uh, discussion. Outcast, one of the most decorated uh, and uh, what I would say impactful MCs in the history of hip hop and Southern hip hop to be uh, in particular. But we're gonna run down the facts anyway because that's what we do on this platform. So to roll the tape a little bit, they have four American Music Awards, six BT Awards, one BT Hip Hop Award, six Grammy Awards. Uh, nine video music awards, three Soul Train awards, and then one Source Award is from the 1995 Source Awards uh, that I just talked about that took place on the 3rd of August of 1995. But the four, actually the three particular albums that we're going to focus on today is Southern Playlist and Cadillac Music, which is a little bit outside of our scope of the new golden era, but the significance of the album has to be spoken about within this uh, episode. That's why OG Tech has it as his background because that album is Outkast's first album, is groundbreaking, four and a half mics from the Source magazine, uh, one time platinum, you all know the hits, it came out in April 94, my intro to let you know, ain't no thing, uh, the self-titled song, Call of the Wild, Players Ball, Get Up, Get Out, True That, uh, from Big Rube, which we'll talk about some of the spoken words. I think they introduced spoken word before it was actually a real thing with Big Rube. Shout out to Big Rube. And of course, one of me, my brother's favorites is Crumbling Herb. Uh, and then in August of 96, they released AT Aliens, which is a shirt that I have on right now, which is one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. If I go check out my Facebook page, you'll see why. Uh, four and a half, uh, four mics from the source, two times platinum. Y'all know the hits about this one as well. Two Dope Boys in the Cadillac, AT Aliens, Wheels of Steel, Jazzy Bell, Elevators, and the Elevators Remix, Over the Woods, uh, Wild and Mainstream, Extraterrestrial, straight from ATL, uh, 13th Floor was also another uh, hidden track. But to me, their magnum opus in their catalog is Aquemini. Aquemini is Outkast. Uh, only to this day, five mic album released from the Source Magazine, set, released in September 1998. Two times platinum, uh, it is number 49 of the Rolling Stone magazine's top 500 albums of all time because of its significance to the culture. Number 49 of 500, ladies and gentlemen, just to give you some context of how important this album is. Uh, I can talk about this one as well. Hold on, be strong. Return to the Gangster, Rosa Parks, Student on the Barbie, Aquemini, Synthesizer, the Art of Storytelling 1 and 2, My Favorite, Spody, Opie, Dope, Delicious, Angel. And Y'all Scared, which is one of my favorites as well, too. So all the hits on there. These three albums is probably the best three-start album catalog. Probably four if you want to count uh, Stankonia, too. I think Stankonia can throw that in there, too. But their three-album run in the 90s is unmatched. But what I told my brothers before we started is their non-album hits. So they have some other hits that are on, on some uh, soundtracks. Uh, in Due Time, on the Soul Food soundtrack, Benz and Beamer from New Jersey Drive. Everlasting from Nothing to Lose, uh, Phobia from High Learning, Over the Neck of the Woods from The Wood, my favorite movie is The Wood, that's one of my favorite movies, no doubt, and High Schooling from the High School High soundtrack is the premise of our conversation this afternoon. So, where are we going to start? Man, I don't even know how to start, but I'm going to start with the guest on the show first, OG Tech, I'm going to pass the mic over to you, my good sir, and that is, what is the significance of Outkast to Hip Hop? Um, Start big and go down or narrow it in. Outcast, uh, the Southern culture. Um, I mean, we already had the UGKs, of course. We had the eight balls, but Outcast came through and really changed the game. And they not only did they put the South on the map, they put George on the map. You know, um, and and like with the the versatile styles, everything with them 
they really came and changed the game as far as Southern artists representing the South, man. Yep. You know, so. I would definitely agree. Um, you know, and, and me and, uh, and all three of us are from Georgia. Me and Matt are originally from Atlanta, Georgia. This is, this is like a homecoming for us. Mm-hmm. And I could remember when Outkast first came out, and we were like, "Whoa! Like, what? What is this? Is this?" Because we're from. If you're, if you're, if you say you are truly from Atlanta, Georgia, you know that Atlanta was known about the free neat booty shake music, oh. and you know what I'm saying, having fun, having a good time. But here comes Outkast with uh southern playlist of cadillac music and they talking about some real things that are going on you know get up get out you know motherfuckers staying in their mama's basement for 30 years not doing nothing with their life you know right. what i'm saying you got uh the call of the wild you know what i'm saying we're talking about uh mm-hmm. you know trying to get out there and do some things and get out that dope boy life i mean it's it's all kinds of different themes and hidden gems and on top of that these brothers could rap. Three Stacks and uh, Big Boy do not get the due they deserve as MCs, man. Like they, they are. They really put. No. I, I still think. I still think Three Stacks is, is. You know. I mean, we'll talk about this as we get into the discussion. His pen game is tremendous. So he definitely elevated his game. But I think Three. Uh, I think uh, Big Boy is right there behind him, man. So I'm passing. Might go for the Matt on this one. So when we talk about Matt and uh outcast's importance to hip-hop you know you one of my both of us agree on this that this is one of our favorite hip-hop groups so this is this is homecoming for us but what do they what do they mean to atlanta georgia man what do they mean to to the south i'll put it like this what they mean to the south and correct me if i'm wrong but i can remember what maybe five years seven years back they were talking about changing the stone mountain logo to outcast Mm -hmm. that's how important they are to the south like you have, we all know the history of Georgia Confederate state, but to change those Confederate soldiers to be outcast, right. that shows not only what they meant to the black community, but also the new, the new upper white community too. Like they were actually, in there, we should change this to outcast. Cause when you can't speak of Atlanta, you like, you know, being a big sports head, you know, you think of Hank Aaron and, and, and you know, being, you know, in the religious or um, civil rights thing of Martin Luther King. But yeah. realistic, if you if you ask any kid or any mid-age or our age, a little younger, Atlanta, first thing they think of is outcast. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think of anybody else but outcast anymore. Like, who's from Atlanta? First one is always outcast. So that's the importance they are to, to Georgia, like. I was outcast state. <laughs> it is. It is, man. It, it definitely is. So let's transition into the music, gentlemen. Let's talk about the music. That's why we hear us, because we love the music that these gentlemen have created. So I want to pass the mic over to uh, OG Tech first with that uh, Southern Playlist of Cadillac Music background behind them. It was their first LP, uh, which is when me and Matt first fell in love with Outcast as well. So OG Tech, let's talk about that album, man. What does that album mean to you, bro? Man, let me tell you, man. <laughs> The gems on that album, you name them all, like from the, the, the start, man, from Peaches talking to when when the, that bass line come in and, and Andre just start rapping, man. And I mean, from Players Ball to, like you said, uh, uh, Claiming True. But not only that, man, Funky Ride. People, <laughs> Funky Ride, bro, just something that you can ride because you know the South is known for that bass music. And yeah. that just... That man, that's something that you can just pull out an old lack, you know, and, and put that ashy elbow out the window, man, and lean back and just ride. You, you know what I'm saying? 
you know, I mean, the whole album, bro, was just it is is definitely in my top ten of albums. Um, it, it just it just means so much, man. Especially the um, I'm I'm just looking at all the titles myself, man. Um, the Welcome to Atlanta Players Ball. For those that don't know, that was on the um, the LaFleche Records uh, Christmas album, you know. Um, and, and that song just the video just changed the whole game. The Atlanta Braves uh, jersey, you know, mm -hmm. from Andre letting everybody know where he's from. Yep. You know, it, it's it's just it, that whole album is just a game changer, man, for for the South, man. Definitely a game changer, man. And one of the things that you mentioned uh, to to go back to the um, uh, the players' ball, uh, you know, players the players' ball itself is a celebratory event that happens in Atlanta on Christmas Day. So that's where that. Right, right. It came from right, and right. Then on top of that, shout out to Puff Daddy because Puff Daddy actually shot the video for that. Shot as the well. video, so right? He came, he came to Atlanta, shot the video for Outkast, and you know that Puff Daddy shoots your first video. Like he knew, he knew. I think Puff knew. Like these yeah. guys are gonna be something, man. And it just gives me so many good memories, man, for thinking about that. I went back and listened with all this week, but one of the things that I love that is like one of those. um uh kind of those hidden gems on Southern Playlistic is Big Rube. Big Rube talks yeah. about some truth and true that. So I want to talk to about that uh OG Ted because I'll talk about it um on a on the AT Alien side. But he says some stuff that I said, man, he talked about this in 1994. Mm -hmm. A lot of this shit still applies today in this 2021. And this big rube talking about that specific skit. Now I think it's like a minute and a half or so, but he, I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to say it word for word, but because I, I want to get your take on that first. But man, how does that resonate with you going back and listening to that particular, you know, one and a half as it goes into crumbling herb? He said he's almost, almost time left in this crazy world. Wake up and see what's going on around you. You know what I'm saying? Right. That goes right into crumbling herb, which is me and Matt's favorite song, of course. Shout out to Matt. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We play that every Thursday. Before <laughs> every Thursday. Before school. Every Thursday before school. <laughs> every Thursday before school. You know what I'm saying? But that's the <laughs> but, uh, but, but I really want to talk about the, 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 the hidden messages in that, in that particular piece, OG Tech. So how do you resonate with that, bro? Man, he dropped a lot of gems in that, you know. Um, and I, I, I don't think that at that particular time that people understood what he was really trying to get across to people. You know what I'm saying? One, it flew over a lot of people's heads, you know, especially um the, the, the and I, I don't know word for word. I do remember it, but just the things that he was saying, man, it was just it's in line. Like you said, everything is in line with what he was saying now then to what we are where we are now mm -hmm. in the state of America and stuff. So um I, I thought that was real dope that they put him in there, you know, for yeah. that the spoken word and yeah. Shout out to the Goody Mob too. Goody Mob's yep. contribution album is dope. Um, but one of the lines that I remember um from Big Rube saying is um outcast, you know, do you consider yourself an outcast? You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what pretty much what he was trying to say. Right. Uh mm -hmm. adjective mean is homeless on us accepted in society, but let's look deeper than that. Are you an outcast? You know what I mean? So he just he just the way he broke it down. And you know, if if you you know all about pimp hoes and same mechanic like those, then you, you you probably a cracker or a nigga that think you're a cracker. You're a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> you, just don't understand. you know what I mean? It's like it's, right. it's just like 
I mean, I, I, hate, I hate to be so crass about it, but it's just like, man, people think that thought one way about the South and what goes back, right back to what we were talking about, you know, all about, you know, uh, the, the player style. That's not all about Atlanta was about, man, but that's how we mm-hmm. were depicted. And Outcast changed the entire way of we how we looked at not only the South, but Atlanta in general, man. It really was a game changer. And that's why I got four and a half mics from the Source <laughs> Magazine, which should have got five sources. Should have got five. Getting five mics out of the gate. But uh, but man, let's transition over to AT Aliens, man. So and and uh, we'll talk about September of 1996 um, is when they dropped. Actually, I'm, uh, apologize. August of 96 when they dropped AT Aliens. AT Aliens to me is is my favorite Outcast album for lots of reasons uh, because of where I was in my time of my life and the sound was a lot different. Uh, the Southern Playalistic. So, Matt, you get this one, bro. What What is that transition like, the, the, the maturation of Big Boy and Dre from Southern Playalistic to this particular album, AT Aliens? So how did, how, did they, how did that come about? In your so, opinion? like, I, I think it came about because they were getting, they got older. They left that high school age and they were going more into the early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, I still remember seeing um, me and you elevators come on TV and running to get go get your ass. <laughs> They say, hey man, Outcast <laughs> new videos on TV. <laughs> but and then we listened to it, and first thing we noticed was you can tell the sound was different. Yeah. It was it was completely different sound than what we were used to. But the it was more, it wasn't about you know being a player or anything like that. It was it had more of a cautious lyrics. When you talk about sitting in the cloud looking at Silla fans spinning around. And it's like because you know that that was at your time. I think that was close to your senior, junior, yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. So it, it started. It started making you think. All right, I mean, you know what? We we're graduating, getting older, mm-hmm. and it kind of showed that they were getting older, and their sound was changing to, to fit their their age. They wasn't they wasn't sticking to the same formula. So I'm with you, mate. You know, Out, Outcast, um, AT Allen's. That's probably my top. Because mainstream was that's that's my favorite hip hop song ever. Yeah. Like that 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 did it for me. But there's so many hidden gems on that. Because you mentioned the uh, the remix of Elevators. I remember listening to the remix of Jazzy Bell when we were Jazzy going Bell, up, yeah. going Wait, up to uh, going shout up out to Babyface on there. Shout out to Babyface yeah. on the remix too. Word word man. So you know just, just you know running up. It's just I, I think they they were getting older and leaving that high school age and turned to young adults. And yeah. they were more rapping about what they're starting to see and where they want to go in their yeah. life. Yeah, most definitely, man. And I'm not trying to, you know, spit bars in here, but you're gonna hear a lot of uh, quotables and outcasts in this particular episode, ladies and gentlemen, because of some of the things that they were dropping. And to go with the man's point about elevators, you know, three stack says, you know, if you don't move your feet, then I don't eat. So we like neck to neck. So I'm like, most yeah. cats don't don't get that. But basically what he's saying is, hey, if you don't buy my music, I don't eat. That's pretty much what he's saying. So it's like we neck to neck, dog. Like I ain't no, I ain't no famous or I'm not any more uh, ahead in life than you are because I can't, I can't do what I need to do if you don't buy what I'm putting out. And you'd be like, damn, man. Like I think it went over a lot of cats' heads, but now more as people get to your point, Matt, that they were getting more mature. So yeah. I realized thing that was going on around them, and like, man, we need to start giving back and and letting people recognize. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, how do you make it in the music industry? Well, you can't make moves unless people buy your shit. Like, that's just the yeah. bottom line. Especially back yeah. in 96 when it was about physical things, you no know, CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. It wasn't about uh, streaming yeah. and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And people actually had to go out and buy your stuff 
So if you don't buy my shit, I don't eat. So we 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 pretty much in the same point in life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so and, you know, it always messes with the, the Sidlin fan because I just remember how many times you start thinking about what you gotta do next and you stare you're staring yep. up looking at the Sidlin fan. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's that that just shows they were getting they were getting older. Like, hey, we gotta start making moves. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm gonna pass the mic over to OG Tech on this one. OG Tech, one of their standout joints on AT Aliens is the 13th floor, Growing Old, which is one of my favorite Outcast songs of all time. And the reason why I say that, well, another shout out to Big Rube again for the spoken word piece. Mm -hmm. But that particular song drops so many gems on there. So how does that song in particular resonate with you? We're gonna talk about songs on this one, ladies and gentlemen, because Outcast catalog is enormous. Uh, it, it really is not matched. But I, I wanna talk yeah. about the 13th floor here for a second because that's a hidden gem it wasn't released as a single but everybody in atlanta knows about the 13th floor and growing old mm -hmm. yeah 13th floor man was definitely a, another one of those hidden gems man that was that was super fire off that album um i'm trying to think of a line off of it man because it, it was so many in that one um but that was definitely one of my I'm looking at the track list. Probably my 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 third favorite song on the album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that one. I'm trying to think of a song off that one, man. It's been a minute since I heard that one. Oh, good, uh, brother. That's why you got me. That's why I got your back. That's why I got your back. Got me on that one. <laughs> nah, that's why I got your back. So I mean. So, I mean, we all know about, you know, two dope boys. I mean, they come out the gate swinging, like really literally come out the gate swinging. Then they go into AT Aliens. Then they go into mm -hmm. um, Wheels of Steel. I Wheels love Wheels of Steel. Babylon was one of my favorites also. Yeah, right? Wheels of Steel is dope, man. He's like, <laughs> when he starts out the track, he says, uh, the flip-flops and socks. With socks and sweatpants. Like, I mean, that's just how we were in the South, man. We just, we just wild, and, and and it's still like that today. And then he, then he go into Jazzabelle. You know, talk about you know young girls, um, you know, whether it's you know doing bad things in the street, stuff like that. Talking about that lifestyle. Then they transition into some more darker elements like elevators, and the sound mm -hmm. just gets different. Shout out to Organized Noise Productions. Oh my yeah. God, these yeah. brothers do not get enough credit for their production value on these three albums, man. Like, But the 13th Floor, and I mentioned that one, and Mainstream, of course, too. Shout out to you, Matt. And, and Mainstream is dope as hell, too. Um, and when I think about the 13th Floor, it's just talking about just growing old. And one of the, the one of the lines that Three Stacks says in Growing Old is, you know, take this music dead serious while others entertain. It's like, it's like okay, well, damn, man. Like, some people really getting into the music business to get famous and rich. But I'm doing this because this is what I love to do, not to get famous. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just drops so many gems. And not, shout out to Big Rube um, on that one as well, too, man. And he just, he, he, he literally just, like, gives us another lesson of, okay, spoken word can be incorporated into hip-hop. And it really wasn't talked about a lot during that time. But as we got further along into hip-hop, it started to get more synonymous. But Big Rube really introduced it, at least for the South. I can't say about mm -hmm. all other... East Coast and West Coast, but if for the South, Big Rube was it for us, man. Like he really introduced that um that style of getting that into into uh, albums. And then, you know, Aquimini to me speaks for itself. Aquimini is Outcast's Magnum Opus. Uh to me, their greatest piece of artwork. And and when you go back and listen to Aquimini, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna be like, uh, they kind of all over the place, and that's on purpose. It's on purpose for them to be that way because they are experimenting with literally jazz, funk, synthesizing, uh, 
I mean, uh, West Savannah with Big Boy on there. Like, they just mm -hmm. doing all kinds of this. And then, and then, and then yeah. they give you the boom back with Scooter on the Barbie with uh, uh, Raekwon the Chef. They give you a little bit of everything on there. That's why it got the five mics it deserves. So I'm not even going to get into that. But I want to know what that what our album resonates. Uh, I'll start with you, Matt, on this one first. So we talk about Equimini, you know, which is, uh, like I said in the beginning, Outkast Magnum Opus, their greatest album, their greatest piece of artwork, in my opinion, is mm -hmm. Equimini. And a lot of other hip hop heads feel the same way. I've seen a lot of top five uh, Outkast, I mean, uh, albums of all time of hip hop, and I've seen Equimini on a lot of those lists, and, and you know, and it's rightfully so. So. Let's talk about Equimini, man. We're talking about that another graduation step. So they graduated from AT Aliens from mm -hmm. Southern Playlistic, and then they graduated again. Like, how, like, I'm like, how could you get even better than AT Aliens? And they did it, bro. And they did it, and they, and they got better. So what is your opinion about that specific album and where you were at in life when that album came out as well, too? Equimini, uh, so I think I was going, I was a junior going to my senior year in high school. Okay. Hell, Rosa, um, Rosa Parks was like the opening song, mm -hmm. like the warm up song yep. for our warm up song. Yeah. Games. Yeah. So, but for me, like I always say, main, you know, uh, HT Aliens, main, you know, and Stankonia are my favorite. Yeah. But Equimini, as far as sound, that's my favorite sounding Outcast album because yeah. They're, they start mixing in like you have a beat at this I think it was Equimini actually you have a one beat for Big Boy and a different beat for yeah. Dre and I, I I never heard that in almost a, like and how well it matched together so to me Equimini would resonate with me why how it, I want to say it influenced me but it just showed that it's just different you can just be different and still be right. cool yeah, like, right, right, and and that was the biggest thing with 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 Outcast, and I know Rob, you mentioned it in 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 the first with you know, in 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 the in the spoken word, like are you an Outcast? I don't know. That pretty much changed my life because that kind of I look at it this way. It made me not want to be a follower anymore. It yeah. made me right. want to be a leader. It just made me want to be me. Yeah. So and then when you go into and like you said, you graduate into to, to, um, AT Alien and you start saying, okay, now I got to start thinking about my life and where I'm going, how I'm going to eat and stuff like that. And now you're going to Equimini and you're saying, you know what? It can work being different because mm -hmm. they changed every sound they did and still was this the top-notch hip-hop act out there every year. So yeah, th that's what resonated to me. And like, and I was just, I was still a young man, still still smelling my ass and and <laughs> I'm trying to make it a lot. So it, it came out right in the perfect time for me because it showed me that I can still be different and still, still be all right. Yeah. And, and still, be, still keep involved in myself. So that's what it did for me. So give me a standout track. Give me a standout track off of Quimini, man. What's your standout track? What's, what's oh. one track you go back to, man? What's one track? You, I'm going to ask you the same thing, OG Tech. Give you some time to think and chew on that while I'm over there chilling, dog. Uh. What's your, what's your go-to track, Mac, off of Quimini? I know it's got to be one go-to track. My one go-to track is two. Um, the artist I'm telling, the artist I'm telling. Part one or part two or both? Part one. Okay, part one. Okay, part one. Okay. Part okay. one. Talking about uh, uh, Sasha Thumper. Okay. Sasha Thumper. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, dang, it's got to be a tie. It's got to be a tie between Rosa Parks, only because that's when I played basketball with. That was yeah. that was my that was my shit, but. 
I'll, I'll stick with Rosa Parks. Okay. Okay. I'll stick with Rosa Parks. Yeah, shout yeah, out to Rosa I'll Parks, man. Parks. You know, they, they had to go to, to court um, for with Rosa Parks just to, to, to release that song because of the, them using her name and things like that. But it got a lot cleared up in the end, so in the end, it worked out. Um, but just showing the significance, and to your point, Matt, the the maturation process, uh, how how significant yeah. is Rosa Parks or our culture? Like, who was talking about that in, in 98? I, mean, uh, I can yeah, remember that was talking about Rosa Parks, you know what I mean? Aha, what's that fuss? Everybody get to the back of the bus. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, <laughs> or or you know they they even put out um, Mama Sita. That was Mama Sita, Papaganta. Yeah, uh, man. yes, that, that, that was pretty tight. Yeah, man. Like it's it's so many things, and 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 I'm gonna pass the mic over to you in a second. OG Tech, I got you, bro. It's just like to what they what they did with their music is making you proud to be black. God damn it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just proud to be a black person, man. And they they show so much of that in their music, and especially when it got to Equimini. I think they really got to their roots in Equimini. So that's why to me that's their standout um, album. But so same question to you, Mr. OG Tech. What is your standout track on Equimini, my good sir? Um, Rosa Parks and Equimini. Okay. Um, I think at that time, man, um, like like Matt was saying, you know, we, we had the three albums, but when they got here, it was like a um, the, the the sound was totally different. But at that time, you know, Dre was going through that whole thing. Everybody was like, "Man, what's up with Dre?" You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is, is he is he gay or is he this or, or he dressed yeah. funny? You know, can he? He they don't because he was going through so many different stages of transitioning you know what i'm saying like the the, the like you said the blonde hair or the, the clothes was different and yeah. just to hear him say that in that song man you know what's up with andre you know is he gay is he whatever 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 you know it was just like okay he he, he letting you know you know what i'm saying like bro i'm I'm, on, I'm doing my thing and i'm on i'm standing on my ground right now this is me i'm yeah. still the same person you know mm -hmm. um and like you said rosa parks i mean nobody was speaking on that at that time yeah. you know um i i do think that is a uh, a fire album man um uh, but just just that that andre 3000 verse on the webinar man just sums so much stuff up people yeah. that was talking so much about him in the streets trying to figure him out you know yeah. um, but he was just growing into him and that goes back to the outcast are you an outcast yep. you know what i'm saying so he being him himself so yeah i i love that album yeah man i, I love that album too and i i agree with you guys uh i think one of my standout joints is definitely a criminal the the, the self-titled um, because to your point, Matt, the way they switched the beat for, for three stacks and for, uh, big boy, I love mm -hmm. how they did that big boys penmanship grew on that one as well. Uh, when, you know, I think the highway goes, if I can remember correctly, uh, uh, the name is big boy, daddy fast ads, the nigga to ride that Cadillac. I'm coming mm -hmm. with the streets so the streets are where my folks at. Uh, I mean, like he just murders it, like literally just murders that shit, man. And he just comes back with that street element to remind everybody, yeah, we still cast, but we still street too, you know what I'm saying? I know, oh, yeah. and to your point, OG Tech, uh, you know, Three Stack was going through his his phases, which is cool, and we love Three Stacks for that, to be an individual, and, and not to mention, they set the stage for what they were going to be become in the 2000s, you know, with the, the Love Below and Speaker Box. That album is a diamond. One of the few yeah. albums of hip hop that went diamond. Diamond, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, 10 million albums sold. They are one of the only few uh, hip hop acts of, to knock that out. And it's not that, yeah. it's a real short list too. Yeah. Short <laughs> right. list. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, people can say they did that, but 
to your point, OG Tech, they, they set the stage for that originality, creativity, and being true to themselves, man. And like, that's the way to do it. Not compromising your art or your integrity. And that's what the South is about, man. That's what we about. And I think yeah. that that's why it's so significant about these three albums. And to your point, Max, Stankonia. I love Stankonia, man. Like yeah. that Red Velvet, yeah. boy, that Red Velvet goes so goddamn hard. So fresh, so clean, man. It's my anthem. <laughs> that Red Velvet's so goddamn hard, man. But man, we could go on and on about this. But the one thing I want to talk about before we close things out, I let OG Tech close us out, Matt, because he's a newcomer today. Is if you were from Atlanta, Georgia in the 90s and Outcast at first came out, I remember, and I, and I want to get you guys' take on this as well, too. I can remember, and I'm sure my audience, if you are from the city of Atlanta, Georgia, can remember this that it wasn't it wasn't cool to be from atlanta like you know what i'm saying like it wasn't cool like it was oh man i'm from i'm from uh la i'm from new york or i'm from here i'm from mm -hmm. nobody ever wanted to represent where we're actually from where we grew up and i think that outcast gave us a lot of southern pride it gave us uh pride in ourselves pride as black people but back in the day if y'all remember if y'all if y'all watching this you from atlanta you know you know who I'm talking to. We were like, man, I ain't from Atlanta. I'm from I'm from somewhere else. I'm, I ain't got trying to be from this old country bum, bum fuck place. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. they, 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 they didn't want to embrace it, Matt. Yep. They didn't want to embrace it. They didn't want to embrace it. But now here we are, 2021, and now uh, you know, and Big Rube uh, he foresaw this that uh, Atlanta is a new move town in the South, and every recording artist that I come across in this uh, journey that I've been on everybody lives in atlanta georgia everybody if, yep. if they're not there they're trying to get there they're trying to record there how ironic is that right how ironic that one album southern playlist of cadillac music change our entire way of looking at music and change how we uh, as black people uh, look at each other too so og tech i'm gonna get you the last word on this man you get the last word my good brothers is you the newcomer thank you again for coming on but close us out man give us some final thoughts on outcast my good dude well, I'm gonna go to that that what you were just speaking on, man. I'm kind of um, I've never experienced that coming from Augusta, man. But um, I have to go back and look at the timing time of that era. You had the East and West Coast, and the South was always considered slow. Yeah, you know they mm -hmm. always called the South slow, South slow, South slow. Um, and, and I think when Outkast came out and they started changing the narrative of the South, that's when everybody was like, oh. Oh, the South really do got something to say. You know, they, now we got to migrate down, you know, with the goody mobs and, and everybody else starting to, to follow suit as they came out because you had the goody mobs, you had the TIs, and you had everybody starting to come out. And then, you know, Atlanta was just that, the 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 music hub of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as Outkast, man, um, I, I'm, I'm, it makes me proud to be from Georgia, you know, um, just coming up listening to those two gentlemen. Um, Andre, you know, I I, I want to give a big salute to him for um, just to say that you can come out one way and you can change and you can be yourself through this whole rap game. You know, mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of artists out there now that try to be like somebody else and not themselves or not comfortable with being themselves. So Andre kind of put it out there like, hey, you can be you and who cares what people think? Just be you, you know. Andre, I mean, um, Big Boy came out with the style. I mean, he kept it, he kept his Southern player, gangster, but like I said, he had to change and transition a lot of his 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 uh, his style and his music around how Andre was changing throughout his career, which made him a dope ass artist. Mm -hmm. um, as far as Outkast, they will always be on top of the list as the best group 
to my thoughts, my opinion of all time, um, especially representing the South. I don't think we'll ever have a duo like them um, to ever come out to even match to what they have done as far as all the awards they've won to um, all the groundbreaking, just just everything they've done in, in this culture. And not only to grab the black culture, to grab the white uh, culture and, and mash it all together um, to to be great, you know, to go diamond. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's unheard of. Sure list, list, <laughs> you, know, um, you know, so um, I, I just want to give a, a big salute to them. Um, and I, I just wish that they come out with another album. I caught a, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say I caught wind of maybe of an album coming out, but Ooh. we'll just keep our, our fingers crossed on that, and and hope that this happens. But um, big salute to Outkast, man, the greatest group of the South. I don't think there's anything else to be said behind that, man. Be honest, man. I, I think you have blazed the stage, gentlemen. I have had a pleasure, absolute pleasure to talk about uh, my hometown city group, uh, Outcast, pronounced Outcast. Addison mean it's homeless. I want us accepting this society, man. But let's look deeper. <laughs> now, let, let me stop, man. Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop, man. Because this, 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 this is my bag right here, man. But uh, in true Diggy A2 form and fashion for season three, we've been paying uh, homage all season to the memory of George Floyd and all of the others that we have lost through the social injustice. So, gentlemen, if you could join me in a nine-second moment of silence, and then we'll get into the shout-out portion here real quick. Amen. Amen. Let that man's soul rest in peace and to all the others that we have lost due to social injustice in the United States of America. So we're getting to the shout out portion. My good brother, Matt, uh, his fifth appearance on the DGA2 platform. First off, brother, before we get into that, thank you, man. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always supporting me, supporting the queen and supporting what we've been doing. And since since day one, man. So I appreciate you, homie. And uh, the floor is yours, bro. Who your shout outs going to this week, man? Uh, first shout out is to... To you, because of course you're my big brother, my only one I got. But, <laughs> but no, nah, man, like I, I look up to you. I, I will look up to you the day I die. So keep doing what you're doing. Word, appreciate uh, it. Shout out to OG Tech. Pleasure meeting you, sir. Um, hey, like your single says, keep winning, keep winning, man. Um, but I want to, you know, I got to give a really big shout out to my to my boy Isaiah. Like this 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 little this little punk is making me proud, man. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a truly honor to be his father. So I gotta give a shout out to my boy. So and shout out to Outcast, man. <laughs> like OG Tech said, man, uh, they, they the greatest rap group ever to me. It's been the greatest rap group ever. Ain't nobody even close. Keep your sentiments, bro. A lot of you are not alone. You are not alone <laughs> in that. So hey, you can stand firm on that. Yeah. And and uh and mad and mad love and respect to you, Matt. And always uh respect your perspective when you come on this platform. We can always have fun and bug out at the same time, man. So having fun educating is what it's all about. So I appreciate it, bro. OG Tech's first appearance, man. My 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 dude, man. Me and this cat, man. It's gonna be close every single week, man. So he's like a brother to me, man. As well, the floor is yours, man. Who your child's going to, big homie? All right, man. You know how I'm gonna start it out, man. Diggy A2 in the building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, salute, man. Salute. Big A2 in the building. Um, big salute to Matt. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna like name names, but I do want to give a, a, a shout out, like I said, to Outcast, to everybody out there, man. Just stay on your path, be great. Um, you know, my, 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 
my beautiful wife and just keeping me pushing and motivated, man, and all my kids, man, because that's the thing when I wake up, just to see them, it keeps me pushing. You know what I'm saying? So um, just everybody stay on your craft and be great. Big salute to everybody around the world, man. You know, just don't give up. So. Word, word. My shout, my shout out to the long list. So hold on for a sec, y'all. Uh, first off, shout out to Matt, uh, my brother from the same mother uh, and father. <laughs> we, we better shout be. We better be. <laughs> shout out to Matt, man, my best friend, man. That's real talk, man. And and shout out to all the accomplishments that you've been doing. I know you can't talk about some of the things you got cooking in the background, but thank you, brother. You are killing it, killing it. And you are the epitome, Matt, of what we need more in our black community, man. Like the things that you are doing needs to be highlighted, man. And I wish I could talk, talk about what you're about to do, what you're getting ready to do, but I can't until it happens. But brother, I'm so proud of you, man, of what you've been doing and, and accomplishing your NBA just recently too, man. So shout out to you, man, and your perseverance and keep grinding and, and shout out to, to Joe and the kids and my niece and nephew, Izzy and Isaiah, love y'all, man. Shout out to mom and dad, of course, uh, for raising us in the city of Atlanta, Georgia. So big shout out to mom and dad about that. Shout out to OG Tech and our one team one mission family. Uh Samantha Lavelle, Red Balls, Hash, uh J Bone is gonna be with me next week, man. Shout out to Mike Sessions too, man. Mike, we gotta, we yeah. gotta hook up, man. Mike Sessions. I don't know if you all know about Mike Sessions. This dude oh, is yeah. ATL to the bone. Like every bone oh. arrow in his body is yeah. Mike Sessions, man. Like, so I'm going to reach out to Mike and have him reach out. And maybe me, you, uh, me, Mike, and uh, OG Tech can wrap up and have a can further this conversation about Outcast. Because uh, if you all ever see, and I'm yeah. putting Mike Sessions' description in this video, this brother is the embodiment of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm telling you all right now. Like, every time I see him, like, he got... He is Atlanta out, whether it's with the Hawks, Braves, uh, the, the the goddamn soccer team. And he don't care, man. This dude embodies Atlanta, man. <laughs> right. He is that dude. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Sessions, man. Love you, brother. Uh, shout out to the family, of course. Uh, all the kids in the house. Uh, shout out to the queen, Queen Jess. Uh, and as uh, my last shout out is all of our homies in Atlanta. That You know, all of our homies... Uh, my boy Doc, PJ, Elytria, Christy, Kendall, uh, Ed, Gina, uh, El uh, Lawrence, uh, Kendrick. Shout out to uh, my, my second mom, Ms. Norwood. I mean, the list goes on and on because Atlanta is my hometown city. So I'm so excited to have this, but I can't make the journey on my own. I didn't, I didn't get this far by myself and I never will say that I will. Uh, so shout out to all of our friends and family in Atlanta, Georgia, and all the other ones that we gonna meet in the future. But that's all the time that we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you all for coming on the board. Next week, we'll be gonna be talking about uh, El Boogie, otherwise known as Lauren Hill next week. And my boy J-Bone from the J-Bone Show is coming on board to hang out with me on that for my one team, one mission family, or it's in the version of that. So I'm excited to have him on, but that's all we have for this week, you guys. Stay safe and the pandemic is not over, man. I know what they're saying. Keep your damn mask on, all right? Be safe out there, all right? One double zero. Peace.